All right, it's another Joe show. I'm sorry, your everyday ordinary average Joe show. Live from my front porch. And um, it's a little after 8. I'll say a little after 8. It's 8.21. See the, I can see the time on my phone. <coughs> Squeeze me big butter. Um, you may hear some cars go by. You may hear some background noise because I am on my front porch. But it's a beautiful day. And um, I think the traffic's slowing down. That's why I'm doing the show at this time. Uh, I did say I got to apologize to my fellow listeners. Uh, that if, I guess I have eight now. It's going, you know, it goes from 24 to 8 to 3 to 5 to 7. I, I don't I anchor, I think you're playing with me, man. So we ain't going to talk about the people listening to the show, and I really don't care. Again, it's my therapy. So you're listening great if you ain't great. But uh, I did tell you, I apologize, because I did tell you I was going to keep you updated on the garage sale, my super sale. And um, the super sale's over. Thank God. Um, I do have some stories to tell. I pretty much told, I think everybody listening to the show, I probably already told them the stories about my side hustle partner Dave but um, we had a rough go at it man I just a lot of things that I noticed that did not go my way plus you know I set up on my vacation where which I really shouldn't have done as my wife is mad at me and she still ain't talking to me about it either way I thought I was gonna do good and make a little loot you know I made a buck and a half 150 for those people who don't understand that and uh, it was four days worth of work, so, you know, you bust it up and everything. I, I don't know what it comes out to be, you know, maybe $35 a day, $37.50. But um, for the aggravation and the abuse I had to take from my co-partner, Dave, uh, I just don't think I'm ever going to do it again. Um, I'll give you a couple examples. You know, I go over there, help him out. You know, I, you know we're, we're busting, it's sweating, it's late. You know, I, I said, listen, man, let's get an early start tomorrow and we'll just get it done, you know. He's like, yeah, 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 great idea, man, it's good thinking. I said, we'll go from like, you know, we'll do, get together at 10 o'clock in the morning. We'll start, this This is setting up the show. I don't even know if I said this before. I told you this story, but I'm telling it anyways. I'm telling it again, I don't care. I'm in one of those moods tonight. I'm being rambunctious. I'm uh, not really, I don't even know what the hell that word means, but... Bing. It's a big word. I'm going to use it rambunctious. Anyway. Um, so I go, I, you know, it's late. I says, Dave, man, let's get let's get together early, you know, tomorrow. Because it was like 90 degree weather, man. It's like, I want to do it in the morning, you know, get out of the midday sun. So I'm not melting in it. So he's like, yeah, yeah, it's a great idea, man. I said, well, we'll meet at 10. We'll do it like from 10 to, 10 to noon. We'll break for lunch and noon, noon uh, 1230 to 2 or one or two, man, we should have this knocked out and be all ready for the sale. Yeah, yeah, great idea, great idea. So next morning I get up, and, you know, it's 10 o'clock, I say, call him up, what's up, Dave? Oh, yeah, uh, you know, don't hurry over or anything, you know, I'm I'm getting up and um, I'm, uh, I'm making breakfast right now. So I'm like, oh, all right, no problem, man, I got a couple errands I'll run, you know, no biggie. So, but I really like to get this show on the road. Time. 10.45, 11 o'clock, I call him up. What's up, man? Oh, well, you know, I got to go run to the bank, and I got to get the dog's nails clipped, and this and that. I said, what the deuce, bro? What happened to 10 to 2, man? I didn't say that, but I'm thinking it. I'm like, all right. This guy's got stuff to do, too, so. I'm like, all right, do what you got to do. I said, why don't you give me a holler when, you, you know, when you're done with that stuff? All right, cool. So I'm sitting home. I said, you know what, man? Watch a movie. What the hell? I just might want to watch a movie while I'm waiting. 
So there I go. I'm watching the movie. I don't even remember what movie it was. Probably gave you the uh, the uh, rating on it. By the way, I got a couple movies I'm going to give a rating to on this show. It's, uh, this show is going to go long. I'm telling you right now. I got a lot of stuff to say. Lots of stuff. So, you know, come 12.45, 1 o'clock, I'm like, dude, man, what the hell is going on here, man? So I call him up. I say, hey, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? You, you fall down, get hurt, you get lost, you know, where are you, man? Oh, yeah, well, I tried to get a hold of you a few times. I said, man, this I really did say. I said, don't say that bullshit, man. I said, I don't have no missed calls. There ain't no text from you. What happened, man? Well, I told you I had stuff to do. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I said, you want me to come over? We're going to do this? We're going to set this stuff up? Or what are we going to do? He says, oh, no, come on over, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready." Okay. So I get over there. We start moving stuff around. He says, oh, man. He says, I really do wish we we had an earlier start at this. I said, no, he did not just say that. I think I heard that wrong, so I'm going to ignore it. But he did not just say that. So we're moving along. We're doing stuff. I said, oh, I said, what? Well, you know, I tried to make light of it. I'm like, oh, let me make it. I said, well, we don't, you know, it looks like we don't have a lot of stuff to move. Like, yeah, that's because, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of work while someone here was supposed to not be here. Someone was supposed to be here and wasn't helping me. I said, oh, no, there you go, bro. Now you're going to call it out, man. I said, oh, okay. I said, man, what the hell happened at 10 o'clock this morning? I told you I had stuff to do. I said, no, bro. It don't work that way, dude. I said, I called him out. I said, listen, man, I told you 10 to 2. You told me you had to get the dog's nails done. You had to do this. You had to do that. You know, you get you get your hair done. You go to the beauty parlor, man. Get your nails done and shit, Dave. Come on, man. What's up? What's wrong with you, man? Man up, bro. So yeah, he got me all going. And my wife's like, man, you say this every time. Every time you say this, you're gonna do a show. You're gonna do the um, the garage sale with him. You, you know, you just talk about this and that. And I was like, why do you even do it? I said, you know, I don't know. I don't even know why I do it. To, to torture myself, I guess. So we have the sale. We get everything done. We get it all put together. And there's crap everywhere. I mean, it's, you know, we got it somewhat organized. But he, he said, this is the most organized I've ever seen. This is, this is the best. We're the most organized. I said, Dave, man, shut the hell up, will you, bro? Please. So we do the sale. And, we, you know, Friday was good, man. My nephew Chris stopped up, laughed. <laughs> he saw the organization that we had. He laughed a couple times. With the aggravation I was already getting. But now we start doing a sale. And um, it's just a couple little things, you know. Like, you know, we buy and sell. Like, we do, we hit garage sales. I, t- I pick items that I think are going to be worth something. And I try to resell them. You know, I don't try to rob people. I just, you know, try to, you know, double my money. I pay five bucks for something, I want ten for it. I pay ten for, tw- ten for twenty. You know what I'm saying? You get the gist. So I bought a couple Monopoly games. And one of them was the um, NASCAR 92 Special Edition or whatever. They were both special edition monopolies. And the NASCAR one, the box was open, but the, the stuff inside was not. It was still in packets. Game wasn't even open. So I'm like, you know, I see a lady walking out with him. I'm like, dude, man. I said, all right, sold the NASCAR thing, man. I says, um, uh, what'd you get for the Monopoly games? Oh, I got 10 bucks. I said, 10 bucks? What the hell's wrong with you? I paid 15 for it. He's like, oh, well, I didn't pay anything for him. I said, yeah, motherfucker, you didn't. I said, no, you didn't. You're right. So why don't you give me $750 plus the freaking five that you owe me, man? But either way, I was like, man, that set it off. I was like, you know. And he's like, oh, what, what? You know, what? You, you can't make money on everything. I'm like, dude, why am I doing this? I ain't doing this to lose money. So <laughs> listen to this story. 
I sell my daughter's table and two chairs for 50 bucks. I call my daughter up. I'm like, hey, I sold your daughter, you know, table and chairs and blah, blah, blah. I'm sold for 50 bucks. I'm going to send you the money. Oh, you don't have to do that. I said, yeah, I'm going to send you the money. So I sent her the money. Okay, so that cost me $25 because I got to split it with Dave. So that's $25 right there. I tell my wife, she's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I paid $400 for that set. I said, well, you paid $400 for that set. You know she bought it out of my money. So it's like, I paid $400 for the set. I sold it for $50. I gave my daughter $50. I gave Dave $25. I think I lost $475 on that if I did the math right. I said, damn, I can't afford to do no garage sales no more. I'm losing too much damn money. Yeesh. You wonder why this everyday ordinary average Joe is worked up. I just had to rethink that. And it made me angry all over again. So we're going to let that go. We're going to let that go. Uh, one more garage sale story, and then I'll be done with this. Because, you know what, every time I think about it, every time I... It just makes me angry again. Well, actually, two stories. Dave seems to think if things come in like... Um, like, let's just say, okay, I have a nursery, like a thing you hang over the crib. There's a hook. There's a little music box that attaches to it. And then there's a mobile that goes with that. Well, Dave likes to play hide the parts. He will separate all three parts, put one part one place, one part another place, and one part another place. I'd be like, Dave, I just had this all together. Where the hell is everything? I don't know. Well, you don't know? What the fuck? What do you mean you don't know, bro? What'd you do with that? It'll show up. It'll show up. I'm like, yeah, that's the most organized we've ever been, Dave. Hey, do me a favor. Do we have like a bat or something that I can, do we have a baseball bat? Come on, crack your ass right over the head with it. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say that. But that's what I felt like. So, anyway, after that scenario, um, I had a Looney Tunes Tasmanian Devil tie. And it was in the package, and it had the Looney Tunes package on it, and it was, you know, brand new, not even open. And um, this was day one. Day two, I come in. I'm like, oh, the tie's freaking hanging over something. I, was, I said, oh, somebody looked at the tie? He goes, well, uh, no, not really. I said, well, where the hell did the package go that it was in? Oh, it was only in a plastic bag. I said, Dave, it was freaking sealed. It's, it was br- I wanted to break it out so, you know, to, so people could see it. I said, they could see through the damn plastic, Dave. He opened a damn brand new package and took the tie out of it. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you, man? You dropped on the head as a kid? I don't know. You know, I was just like, man, this, I made, I, I think the heat got to me and him. But either way, I was like, man, I'm done. I don't think I'm going to do no more garage sales. It's just, it's too aggravating. It cost me too much money. I might as well just go out and light money on fire and throw it up in the sky, man. Watch it burn. Woo, there it goes. Yeah, right. Don't have to worry about that no more. No returns on that. Only ash on them dollar bills. Woo. So that was my super sale. Um, to me, I did not have super fun, and it super sucked. And uh, if I had a super soaker, I would have super soaked Dave with gasoline and lit his ass on fire. No. <laughs> Seriously. That's another garage sale story. My buddy Dave. Dude comes up, man. He wants to buy a chair. So how much is the chair? Five bucks. He said three. Free? Dave said three. No, not three. Five. He said, no, free. He said, free? You want the chair for free? He said, yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll give you the chair for free. Fuck, pour a gallon of gas on it. Let you in that chair on fire, man. You can have it. Get the 
get the hell out of here, he said. I was like, damn, damn, you ain't gonna get no customers like that. That was not embellished, that's a true story. Other than he didn't say get the H out, he said get the F out. But anyways, I All right, I'm doing it again. Oh, sorry. Welcome to the Everyday Ordinary Average Joe Show. Live from my front porch. Uh, my first episode of recording was interrupted by a phone call from my wife. It actually was not my wife who called. It was her friends. She's out with her friends, and sound from the sounds of it, they're having a good time, man. <laughs> they said they were listening to my show. Um, obviously, they weren't because they didn't know anything about my super sale that I was having. Um, I was griping about it on the last show or the beginning of this show. I don't even know where I'm going to go. I got to put this to the backside, go with the flow. This everyday ordinary is Joe, you know, that's how I go, go. All right, enough of that crap. I can't do that no more. The rhymes, the rhythm, the reason. I don't know why, because it is the season (laughs) to be pleasing. All right. I gotta unwind. I gotta slow down, cause uh, the whole thing, the whole kibosh about the super sale, this garage sale from hell, got me all freaking worked up. So <clears throat> I forgot. I didn't talk about my vacation, man. I was off my vacation. I was gonna do a show saying this is my last day uh, before I go back to work, <laughs> crying and all that stuff. But that's how everybody feels, I think, after they come off vacation. They don't want to go back to work. But you know what? Some I did sort of want to go back to work because I like people like um, what's the word? They like a routine, and um, I was out of my routine. You know, and get back into my routine. I'm still trying to win the damn lottery though, so I you know one day can retire. But um, before I expire, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Stop with the rhymes, man think I'm a rapper at Busta Rhymes, but I ain't. Nobody's got times for that stuff. <laughs> Slays myself. <clears throat> Moving forward. Baking powder. Squeeze me. Baking powder. Um, Ambulance going by. Edward's finest. No sirens. That's a good thing. Um, so I, I talked about the, the garage sale or the super sale that we had. I made a little loot. It was fun. You know, I had a good time. Got aggravated as hell, but um, I'm done with that. So I'm going to move forward on to the other things I had, topics I had to talk about. And I'll tell you something, man. I had a ton of them, but the the, the interrupting phone call, I, something happens when I get interrupted, I get knocked out of mode. And that's not cool. So I did write down a, um, a movie review I had. And um, the movie's called Python. And um, it is a it's a team flick, man. And um, you know, what is a dude my age watching a team flick? I don't know, but I thought it was pretty good, man. It was definitely totally B grade, man. 18 to 25 range is probably their genre. I don't even know if that's the correct word, but I'm gonna say it genre. No, it's probably their age group. Yeah, genre is like a style or something. But um, this some Academy Award acting in this movie, man. Python, look it up. It's, um, I don't even know what it was on. Maybe it was on Amazon. Maybe it was on Netflix. Who the hell knows? But, um, <laughs> you know, it was an awesome B movie. I love snakes. Um, this snake actually spit acid 
So it was a, uh, you know, some snakes spit poison, this guy spit acid, man. He was genetically mutated by the government, you know how it is. Uh, Python, check it out. I give it a strong, strong 9.7 on the B movie, B movie horror movies. Um, this one is uh, dedicate the second half of the show to the ladies out having a good time. Bobby, thank you for being the designated driver because I know the rest of you crew, and from the sounds of it, you've had a couple. That's okay. This Joe Milwaukee approves. Brad, a.k.a. Bruce, just wants to you out on vacation, camping, grilling, chilling, spilling some brewskis. No, I know you don't do that. You don't spill nothing. It's called alcohol abuse. You don't want to do that. So, um, back to work this week. You know, so it went pretty good. I figured um, I'd have a little extra, extra activities to do, and I was correct. There's a lot of paperwork on my desk when I came back, which is good. I guess it means I'm either um, wanted or nobody wanted to do shit while I was gone, so they just left it for me. One way or the other, that's how I do. You get it done, man. Head down, feet up. No. <laughs> Not head down, feet up. It's um, head down. Get your work done. Stop your bitching. Concentrate. There's a, that's a karate kid. Concentrate, Miyagi. Wax on, wax off. It's a good flick, too. Rob Macchio. Lopacchio. Anyway, I'm just, I, I, I'm all, all over the place right now because uh, I got, I got, I got to relax. I had it in my mind what the programming was going to be. And you know what? That's why I got to write stuff down because I just, I get knocked off a subject and it's like, I go anywhere and everywhere. Ryan, you're right, bro. That's what pops into my head. Right said Fred. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my cat. <laughs> That's a good tune, man. Look it up. Anyway, moving forward. Goose Fraba. I'm going to relax a minute because the whole super sale thing got me worked up. And I think if you listen to the first part of this episode, you'll understand why. And I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I can publish this behind because this is going to go ahead of the first part of this episode. So I got to try and figure that. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's becoming work, man. It's not even therapy anymore. I'm going to work at this for the three people I got listening. And um, that's all right, man. If you listen to one part, you hear the part before it, I don't even care, man. It's like getting the, you get the punchline before the story, you know. Then you say, what? Huh? I don't get it. Yeah. You didn't get it, so keep moving. Bye-bye. You ain't no everyday ordinary as Joe. That's how you do it. So my son, my son come in the other night, man. He's like, I got a Joe story for you. I was like, oh, boy. Let me have it. He went to this barbecue place. They told him his, his lunch, his dinner would be ready in a half an hour. So he waited. He got, you know, they drove out. They're going to pick it up, him and his girlfriend. And uh, he says, we get there, and the food ain't ready. A half an hour later, the food still ain't ready. Two hours later, they come out with the food. He says, you know, I was so angry. I was just like, man, ready to throw the food at people. That sometimes happens, but you can't do that. The everyday ordinary average Joe might snap, growl, and bitch. But you don't throw food at people. Well, actually, I did do that a few times. But anyway, that's another story. Um... 
so he says, you know, I finally get the food. Yo, slow it down, bro. Dude doing 150, man. <laughs> he hit his brakes, man. Maybe it's his cop behind him. <laughs> New Hartford's fine. It's going to get another one, man. Anyway. So um, he gets his food, and then he says, me and my girlfriend go out to the car, and he says, there's this big guy getting in the truck next to the car. And his wife says, so oh, don't worry, he's having a hard time getting, he'll get in there. He says, I'm not worried about him getting in the car. I'm worried about your door, his door, sitting on my girlfriend's car, scratching the shit out of it while he's getting in the car. I said, oh yeah, that is the Joe story, man. <laughs> so, Shawnee, hats off, man, you got a Joe story. But there's a silver lining to the garage sale from hell. A few weeks ago, maybe about a month, month and a half ago, I picked my son up out and I picked him up from where he is. And uh, he comes to the house on the weekends. So he says, hey, Dad, can we stop by this place and return some bottles? I said, yeah, sure, no problem, man. So we're in there and it's, <laughs> I'm like, this is a bottle redemption sensor? It looks like a barn, you know? So they got, they got you know, one, one side of it, they got all cans and bottles and then... On the other side, they got like a little snack section. You can get chips and stuff. They got a cooler. You can buy single beers and single sodas. In the right-hand corner, this guy must have been a Giants fan. He's got Giants paraphernalia, jerseys, football, signed autographs, stuff like that. And they got this big newspaper, man, folded out. It's from like 19, 1914. And it says, you know, please, please don't touch. Look, but don't touch. And it was cool. You could see the papers falling apart on it. So we go, you know, we're looking around, and there's a, there's a, another section where a bunch of crap there. There's like a microwave, a little cooker, some pots, pans, stuff like that. And my son says to me, hey, Dad, check that bowl out, man. It's like, that's something like you and Dave would collect, you know, <laughs> buy and sell at your uh, garage sale. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I look at it, I'm like, damn, that looks like a silver, you know, it's black. The bowl was black. Then it had a nice silver lid on the top of it. So I look it over, man, you know, messing around with it. I'm like, oh, should I take it? Should I buy it? So I don't know if I want to buy this thing. What the hell? And um, it must have been, it must have been around Father's Day because uh, my son Matt said, I, you know, I flipped over. I said, there's a sign. There's dollars, dollars. So I says to the guy, How, you know, he just says, that, you know, it says, this, uh, what do you want for this bowl? He says, I don't know. Does it got a price on it? I said, it says a dollar. He says, well. Give me an effing dollar for it. I says, all right, I'll give you an effing dollar. Here you go. Here's a dollar. He says, all right, man. So he's like, that stuff ain't mine. Somebody brings it in, man. I'd sell it for him. I said, oh, all right, cool, man. Here you go. Here's your book. So I get it home, and I'm looking. I'm like, this lid don't even go to this bowl, man. I said, the lid, the top was like to a top for like a, sir, a buffet server, man, because you can see a hole drilled in it to let the steam out. But the bowl that was black... I said, I'm going to get this tested, see what the heck it is, man. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it's silver plate. It ain't even real, blah, blah, blah. So my side hustle buddy, Dave, he happens to work at a freaking metal place. We're talking about going down to a pawn shop to get it looked at. I'm like, dude, man. He's like, well, I can just bring it into work and tell you what it's made out of. I'm like, yeah, where you been for the last month, bro? Hello, McFly? Sure, let's do that. So he brings it in. I said, are we millionaires, man? What's up? He said, oh, I don't know, man. He says, the guy clicked on it. He says, nah, that can't be right. He hit it again. He says, nah, that can't be. He hit this bowl in four different places. It's 99.15% silver. And the thing weighs two pounds. I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> That's a good investment for a buck. 
So the garage sale from hell can kick it, man. I found my treasure somewhere else. That's how the everyday ordinary average Joe works, man. When he gets kicked in the newts and gets down, he gets back up again, he finds something somewhere else, you know. Life's like a garden, just gotta dig it, man. There's treasure out there everywhere, man. You know, too many people going by not paying attention. Oh, that is another subject I wanted to get on. Because I figured out the whole problem with this world. I'm going to tell you what it is. Nobody respects anybody anymore. And nobody pays attention to anything anymore. So you kids out there, listen to this. I'm going to tell you right now. Focus. Straighten up. Pay attention to what's going on around you, okay? Don't have your nose buried in your phone. Don't have your earphones on ignoring people living in your own little world. I'm sorry, but you have to communicate and deal with other people. Maybe that's why I do the garage sale and destroy myself, my, my whole sanity and everything else. And I want to like go check into a loony bin for a couple weeks after I get done with it. Because um, the aggravation and everything else, being partnered with somebody and dealing with people. But you know what? In the end, the end game, it's pretty cool. You meet different people. You get to talk to people, man. Not everybody's your buddy. But you know what? Most people are cool if you talk to them. If you never talk to them, you ain't never going to find out if they're cool. Stop the divisiveness. Stop the dividedness. Stop the decisiveness. Stop all that crap that everybody's trying to ram into your freaking head. I think that's why everybody gets so upset. Everybody gets so emotional about this stuff, man. Why don't you sit, listen. Start with a smile. And start by saying hello and holding the door for somebody. See how that goes for you. You know, some people are going to say, no way, man. Like my buddy, man, my boss, he went down to work. He, he, my boss at work, he went down to work. <laughs> he went out to lunch at work time. He went to the Taco Bell and he sat down. And someone threw garbage right next to him. I said, you know what, man? I'm watching you, bro. I got you. This damn car is zipping up and down the road, man. I think it's our Indy 500. But I mean, he, I said, man, you got, number one, you got ball sitting in a Taco Bell in the lunchtime down in North Utica, man. I said, you know, there was a shootout there last weekend a couple weeks ago. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're going in there to eat. Hey, remember last week when you went, somebody was shooting at each other in the parking lot, bro? That may be not a place to go sit down and eat, you know, to take out, <laughs> go through the drive-thru and uh, duck when you're going through. <laughs> but either way, um, <clears throat> even up here in this little... Rockin' metropolis of upstate New York, there's, there's still bad guys around, man. But there's a lot of good guys around, too. So my suggestion is to um, try to be nice to people, you know? There's too much aggravation, there's too much... Man, man, they're flying up and down this road tonight, man. I'm about ready to throw... I'm gonna throw out the, I'm gonna throw out the grip strip, man. Pop, pop, pop. Give a couple of some flat tires, man. You know, you want to buy it, I'm clocking you. Standing on the side of the road with my wife's hair dryer, man. Bang, 42. We're in 30. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put on my YMCA cop uniform. I'm full of it tonight. Oh, that's a nice trailer, man. Now, you know you live in the country when a truck and a trailer go by and you say, that's a nice trailer. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? Anyway. Um, I know I, I was all over the road tonight, and I said that's why I didn't want to do a show because I had no 
What's the word? Feng Shui. What's that Feng Shui when everything comes together? It looks good. I don't even know what Feng Shui means, but I had no Feng Shui tonight. Um, oh, shit. I'm looking at stuff on my couch here, and it's a bunch of painting supplies that I did not get done on my vacation. Or my workcation. So I'm probably going to have to do some painting this weekend. Make it up, you know. I'll just have to do that on the side like everybody else, you know. <laughs> Goes to work, come home, paint a little bit, you know. Do what you got to do. Anyway, I always make a production out of stuff, you know. The Everyday Ordinary Rams Joe production. That's how I do it. Well, if we're going to paint this railing, first off, we have to verify that it's a railing. And it is a railing, so we're, we're good with that. Next off, we're going to probably have to clean said railing. And uh, make sure the temperature is in the right area for the paint to adhere to the said railing. Eh, it didn't come clean enough, I don't think, so I might have to wash that again. You get the gist of it? Before you know it, it's wintertime, you can't paint. That's how it works up here, man. You only get a few months out of the season, so you got to do it quick, or it's next year. The number of times I said I'd do it next year, I can't even count. And I ain't going to try. That's how this guy runs. Anyway, um, I got off on a tangent. I had stuff I want to talk about. I had topics to go through, and I just, I, I totally blew it. I've gotten off topic. Um, you know, I don't know. Just, I, you know, I did the movie review. I don't even know if I did a movie. <laughs> can't even speak now. There we go. Let the words flow, Joe. You know, that's how we do. So, um, I think the shows are going to come out backwards, and I really don't even care because I'm not going to get into it. Um, I have hit the $27 mark. I told my buddy Michael, if I get $3 by July 28th, and today is, I don't even know what. It's, we're in double digits. I think it's the 12th. Um, so that means I have 16 days to do it. I got to do a Joe-a-thon. I get the three bucks. That would be $30 in the first year of my podcast. And I think if I can make $30 a year, I mean, in like a thousand years, that's $30,000. A hundred thousand years, that's 300. No, that's 3 million. 10,000 years, it would be 300,000. Eh. You know, it's possible I could live that long, but I don't think so. So I'm just going to shoot for 30 bucks for the year. I'm going to keep my goal small. Just like I said, man, my one goal, the whole goal of the show, is to make one person laugh. <laughs> just made my goal, baby. That's what I'm talking about. All right. I don't know how much more I can talk, and someone's going to call me and cut me off or something, so... On that note, I'm going to use my patented sign-off. Stay in the right lane unless you're passing somebody. God bless. I don't even know how to stop. There it is. Damn, stop. Stop. Stop.